0: everyone, and welcome to episode seven of season four. If you just joined, I am Robin from At a Tired Witch on Instagram, and I am joined by the beautiful Maria of Maria the Arcane on Instagram. Why, oh, hello! <laughs>
1: Hello. So we did want to mention that we have another amazing class happening on our Patreon, Magical Beginnings, and it's going to be taught by Hannah Hawthorne of Simply Witched and author of Magic of Birthdays. And it's going to be an astrology class. Yes. So this is like our first astrology class. So we're like super psyched. I'm really excited
0: for it. And for those of you who have joined our classes before and perhaps were late, the last few months we've had issues with our recording of a class. Like The Mm -hmm. system we were using to record it was giving us just... Grief, but we found a workaround, and we should not be having issues anymore. So, so if you are somebody who would like to join the class, but um, you know for whatever reason can't make it, it will be recorded and available on YouTube immediately after the class because of the new system. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we hope we hope to see you there.
1: Yeah, it'll be live April twenty fifth. So, yep. yeah, hope to see you there.
0: Yay. you just joined us this week every week we talk about upcoming upcoming words are hard (laughs) lunar phases (laughs) and how we can utilize them in our magical practice so if you're listening to this today friday the 7th is the day this comes out (laughs) yeah oh yeah maria's birthday which you shouldn't be telling her happy birthday um (laughs) also are still in the middle of a full moon so we are going to talk about that because we talked about it last week if you'd like to hear about the full moon in aries check out last week's episode um but the next one coming up from this is going to be the new moon in Taurus on april 20th which is also a total solar eclipse um which is exciting but also eh, there's two schools of thought here i guess you could say on how to deal with this so let's start with the first thing When we have eclipses, solar eclipses, historically, they've always been seen as, like, bad omens and not something to do workings on. However, there's a lot of different schools of thought that come into play with this. Some people also view the solar eclipse as a total, like, heightened uh, powerhouse, similar to one that we could see, like, with a blue moon or, like, a full moon on crack, (laughs) um... With that knowledge comes also kind of this sort of responsibility of if that is your belief, then with power, the moon being of a powerhouse that high, are you in a position in your practice where you can control something like that or utilize it uh, most properly? If you are somebody who views it as a bad omen, then perhaps this isn't the time to utilize it at all. Now, if you are somebody who's going to be following... the the school of thought of it being a lunar powerhouse, then the new moon in Taurus is a really good time to focus on magic that is grounding and uh, level-headed, I guess you could say. Uh, Taurus in general is a very even-keeled zodiac sign. Uh, And so because of that, maybe we are going to be looking at magic that is dealing with grounding ourselves, setting schedules for ourselves, or even possibly putting yourself in a position where you're just kind of getting back to the basics. This is a good time to do cleansing. This is a good time for grounding. And overall, I would say that if you're choosing to use that kind of magic, then that is what you should be doing. Give it a try. I personally won't be using this particular moon because of that solar eclipse, but if you are somebody who wants to utilize it, then that's what I recommend.
1: So, if you just joined us for this episode and haven't listened to the op- ep- other episodes so far this season, I can speak to. So, in lieu of choosing a tarot card and discussing it like we were doing, we will actually be having a conversation about the whole different sections in tarot. So far this year, we've gone over the major arcana, the minor, and what each suit generally represents. Next, we're going to be going through the aces all the way to the kings. Then after we make it through the kings we'll go back to discussing like each individual card and i've been playing with the idea of maybe just going through them in order this time we will see (laughs) but anyways this week we are discussing our thoughts on the aces and tarot so when looking at these cards Specifically on the Rider-Waite-Smith version of the, ste- of the decks, you will see like a hand being jutted through a cloud offering you, the reader, the item being focused on in each particular suit, like a cup, a wand, a sword, a pentacle. Um, we won't be going into the specifics for each individual card, which we will definitely go through them in the future, of course, but we are solely concentrating on what an ace generally means. Okay. So there is a very surreal and like dreamlike aspect when it comes to the aces. This is due to the object in question being offered to you by, you know, in a, from a cloud. <laughs> you know, it's the divine or the universe offering you this object. When I think of this, I like to think back to the magician in tarot and his hand being lifted to the heavens, awaiting to grab something and bring it down to reality to make, you know, this something possible. This is what these cards are offering, an idea, a thought, a potential, the start of something. It is up to you, the person receiving this card, to expand on that, you know, expand on that's what that something is and to make something of it there's this fleeting feeling when it comes to these cards you know this can can't like stay out in this cloud forever this opportunity for the something new won't be around for long so it'll be up to you to make Something of it, like when it's being offered. This doesn't mean you don't have to have time to think about it. That is actually generally the next few steps in the cards. Tarot is such an amazing tool in our lives because obviously we all have like many thoughts per day. (laughs) You know, there are many opportunities and possibilities and potentialities, but tarot lets you know which ones are actually viable through the gift of receiving an ace. So how do you view this card and, well, these cards, Robin (laughs) Deer?
0: I mean, I I completely agree with every single thing that you just said. Um, For me, aces are kind of like... Momentum. So, if if the scenario was a ball, right, Mm -hmm. it's got the rolling start, but just like anything that has momentum, you have to continue, right? You have to continue to feed it. Otherwise, just like the texture of the ground, uh, the 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 grade of the ground, etc., is going to slow the ball down until it stops, right? Mm -hmm. So. this kind of running start and it's up to you to decide to keep pushing that ball or to say forget it um yeah so i view it purely as potential as this kind of head start this rolling ball of something Mm -hmm. and it's kind of up to you to decide what you're gonna do with that from there so i think they're great (laughs) (laughs) me too (laughs) So for this episode, we want to talk about budget magic. We've had this uh, topic beyond the podcast before, I think only once before, mm-hmm. um, but Maria and I decided that it is that time to talk about it again, given the fact that we are in a recession. And by recession, it's worse than the Great Depression. Did you know that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah,
0: homeowner rates are lower than the Great Depression at its peak. Oh, it's worse than the Great Depression at its peak. So that's just wonderful. That's so cool.
1: So, so cool.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. We're also, we did this episode um, during our first season and we're slowly mm. deleting our first season. So we're, we're weeding the first yeah. season out. <laughs> and <laughs> this was one of our favorite topics that we spoke it about was. in it our so first fun. season. So, is that what you thought we'd read
0: Okay, so just to get us started, Maria, what is your ideas on budget witchcraft in general? So, like, what's your stance on being... In general?
1: Yeah. I, th- I think besides books, all a witch truly needs is herself. Herself, and to be able to get out and get into nature, or at least their version of nature where they're at. Um Honestly, like, I know we live in a society, even, like, in the witchcraft community, where, like, having things, it feels important when it's not. Like, you as a witch don't really need anything. Like, you just need yourself and your oh my goodness, your mind, so you can go to your mind's altar rather than having an actual altar if you don't have the space for it. Because you kind of go to your mind's altar anyways, like when you envision during spells. Um, And then the same thing with nature. Like, nature provides so much for us and we have so many plants growing in abundance around us but a lot of us don't realize that we can utilize that rather than going out and having to buy like lavender or roses you know but if you go in your backyard you have like clover which you can use for luck and for health and you have nettle which you can use for boundaries you don't have to go out and buy these things like It's so surprising how many things that are already growing around you that you don't have to pay money for. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I would even go so far as to say if you can't afford books, right? Mm -hmm. Or can't get books, that you don't need them technically to... I mean, I think they're great. I I, I need them because I'm a baby who needs instructions. But think about like... When we've had kids or we've talked about kids on here and the Mm -hmm. magic of children like yeah maybe it won't work the stuff that you're doing (laughs) but also maybe it will maybe you're performing chaos magic i mean as long as you're not going to a standpoint of like pretending it's some ancient magic and then reframing it and selling it to people Mm -hmm. i think that if you don't want books and you just want to finagle at home and try stuff out (laughs) why can't you yeah, and even
1: books like if you go to the library, usually they have a load of stuff. And you can even get stuff from the digital library. So yeah. um Yeah. yeah like it's even I'm, I'm on Kindle like unlimited. Like there's actually a ton of like witchy books on Kindle Unlimited that you mm-hmm. can dive into if you already have an Amazon account and
0: have the unlimited version, or you have and- a friend that's willing to like share it with you or <laughs> split it with you. Same with Scribed. Yeah, and I don't know if Kindle
1: still has this um, since they have unlimited now, but they used to have the lending library where you can like um, get a book at a time because they used to have it. But I haven't seen it lately, but that could be because I have Kindle Unlimited. Um, And if you have an Audible account, there's tons of free, like, witchy audiobooks, especially right now. Um, I just looked it up. They do. Oh, they do? Cool. Cool. The lending library still exists. Yeah. Like, I I think um, one of the times I read the um, Hecate's Liminal Rights Through the lending library so stuff like that is on there like very Mm -hmm. helpful things um but yeah it don't have like amazon stuff because yeah we get yeah amazon is pretty evil but (laughs) there is always a library as i said well
0: and also like is amazon evil yes but then we get into the philosophical conversation of Is it the like poor person's responsibility to go without because billionaires uh, are evil? Like, you know, I'm sorry, but Mm -hmm. poverty exists and not just poverty exists, but even just being on a budget exists. And if you have the privilege to not get anything off of Amazon, then that's what that is. That's a privilege. So like, I am never going to shame somebody for ever using Amazon because while the company or the owner, the company, et cetera, might be evil. That is not mm-hmm. people's responsibility on the, you know, accessibility end of things, uh, the financial end of things to uh, uphold. It's just not. Mm-hmm. <sighs> if we We would get into a whole <laughs> philosophical thought on that, but yeah. <laughs> You can no, I completely get back off agree. of Amazon. I think that's great. If you can't, though, I don't think that makes you a bad person. Like, yeah. I live 40 miles away from a grocery store. <laughs> uh, it's two hours to the nearest target. Like, unfortunately, I am not wealthy enough to pay that kind of gas even once a month sometimes. <laughs>
1: no like that's com- I completely agree <laughs> with everything because what's that whole thing that there's no like there's nothing safe underneath capitalism because capitalism especially in the US like rules our lives um but also if you do like I know a lot of people like to j- judge up their altars and stuff like that and a lot of people are would be very surprised to find out like you can find a lot of very cute altar stuff thrifting um mm-hmm. almost ev- almost everything that you see in my photos of my altars was thrifted is second hand and it's yeah. taken me so much time to like build these
0: like yeah the, everything on my altar is either secondhand or was mm-hmm. given to me so it was like a gift or something like that um but every uh, literally everything <laughs> uh, except for maybe some crystals I, I mean, yeah. I bought some crystals, so, like, some of those have been new. Like, big air quotes on that. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> not from a thrift store.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it does take time and stuff finding, you know, worthwhile thrifting stuff. But that's always the case with thrifting. You know, you have to dig through so many things and take so many trips to the thrift store to find stuff. But honestly, there's some some amazing, amazing like treasures and stuff that you can find out there. And like mm-hmm. even altar tables, like I have this antique colonial, like, table that I got from a store. I know exactly book. which one you're talking about. <laughs> for, for, like, $100. And the only reason why it was so expensive is because it was real wood and it was so old. I mean, but,
0: $100 for a table?
1: Yeah. In,
0: in our the year of our lord, 2023? Uh, that's a great price, even for brand new. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, right?
1: Because you'll go into a store, like world market and it's all like fiberboard and it's like $500.
0: Even Ikea prices are like late. I was looking at them. Um, I was looking at beds and stuff on Ikea Mm -hmm. the other day. And I was like, when did this become so expensive? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't say it's like crazy price. Like Ikea still has the cheapest shit around. Mm -hmm. But I've still just been like, "Mm, you guys are still making like composite wood, right? Like this isn't (laughs) Hello,
1: <laughs> and I actually find the best thrift stores are actually okay. Are <laughs> church thrift stores? oh like, yeah! You
0: yeah, know what? They listen, have
1: some amazing things. Listen, that old ladies are just like. Never mind. Me
0: is that <laughs> I am a flea market, a estate sale, a church garage sale girlie? Okay, <laughs> I love that shit. My husband wishes I did not. Sucks to be him. Let's all have a moment of silence for <laughs> He once got me a three foot tall Cupid doll from a flea market, and he regrets it to this day. Anyway, um, <laughs> I love I a good don't. church. I say, I I love it. That's my most prized possession. If anything ever happened to that Cupid doll, I would be devastated. It has poseable arms. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, you can fi- find such amazing things thrifting. And I, like, I don't know. Like, I always feel so bad when people comment on my photos. Like, where'd you get that? And like, it's thrifted. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I can't, I can't point you in the direction of it. But <laughs> um, Let's see. Another thing is like, I know the cute like aesthetic jars are amazing and wonderful but honestly I mostly in my spell work use leftover food jars that I've cleaned and sometimes they're still I I remember someone commented on one of my photos and was like was that a was that a pickle
0: jar? (laughs) Like maybe maybe it was it was (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't you worry about yourself about that <laughs>
1: but no if, I think reusing and recycling is such an amazing thing to like an offering to nature and stuff like that mm-hmm. when you do that so you're not like um you know just keep buying new things and throwing it out like even yeah. for like Food jars after the spell's completed, like I either bury it or just throw it out that it contents. And then I wash out the jar and I use it again because yeah. why? why you? Especially the nice ones. Why waste a perfectly good jar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As cool as it is for someone to think, like someone in the future, like. <laughs> shoveling out your backyard and pulling out a bunch of <laughs> jars and be like what
0: the fuck is this <laughs> help I'm afraid for my life <laughs> I, think, I think my land's cursed <laughs> um,
1: but also like I know chime candles can get pretty expensive and they're hard to find um, Especially, you can find them easily on the internet and of course metaphysical shops but if you're not close to either of those the um, internet
0: if you're not close to the internet uh, no you know like if you need them <laughs> then and then and now teasing, <laughs> you know. okay 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 right, but, uh quick question <laughs> is the internet in the room with you now <laughs> i don't know it sometimes keeps disappearing and ruining our podcast which is why i didn't speak during while we we're
1: talking about the new moon because my internet decided to peace out
0: oh my god i just choked from laughing so hard i had to mute myself Um, you're welcome frank (laughs) but anyways birthday
1: candles are an amazing substitute for time candles and they don't burn as long which means you don't have to be hovering over that little baby chime candle for i mean birthday candle for like yeah forever yeah because i literally i put mine in like leftover tea light tins which Mm -hmm. extends the life of chime candles because it just pours out all the big at the bottom it becomes a tea light itself yeah so yeah use birthday candles even reuse birthday (sighs) candles like if you had a birthday like save those birthday candles and use them for wish spells that's my favorite Mm. thing yeah my oh, favorite oh my
0: gosh could you imagine a wish bell with one of those like sparkler birthday handles <laughs> how magical would that be, be so, so <laughs> magical that would be so
1: magical i feel like those burn super fast though don't they
0: well yeah but like if you were to add it like let's say ooh, okay Come with me on a journey of making a spell right now. <laughs> so let's say you get like birthday candles or regular candles and you kind of like circle, put them around mm-hmm. the sparkler one in the center. And then you like do all your stuff. So you got your oils, you got your herbs, right? Mm-hmm. You get that paper, that tissue paper you can write on. Yeah. You write your wish on it. Uh-huh. Okay. You light the sparkler. You burn... The wish paper with the sparkler, and then the sparkler will burn out while the rest of the candles like kind of keep it going on the sides.
1: Oh, I Mm. like that.
0: Like, mm, oh shit, maybe I'm gonna write that up. I (laughs) might.
1: We'll see. (laughs) The Patreon people are at the edge of their
0: seats right now. (laughs) I I don't know, like you know how I'm doing. You know how I'm doing that weekly spell challenge. Mm I don't know if I've done wish on it yet. There isn't some, cause it's going to be all spring long. So there's going to be a part two. So maybe I'll put wish on the part two. Mm-hmm. And I'll make that happen. Then that there be something. You go. I like that. This is how spell work is written. Everyone. <laughs> <And> also, <laughs> If you do a spell, don't burn your house down. Or do, you know, maybe that's your wish. <laughs> I'm not here to tell you how to rule your life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did want to mention one other thing for yeah. let's say that you're budgeting for something that is a little bit more expensive. Um mm-hmm. especially if it's on something that's like on Amazon, on Target, on like one of those bigger corporations. I highly recommend the app Honey. It's ah, ah, not just Honey. <laughs> There's so many of them. I know, but I, I, I'm I, I'm a honey gal. I love honey. <laughs> it's because you can add things to
0: a drop list.
1: Mm-hmm. So you can watch like the price dip and stuff. So.
0: so honey is great for that. I agree with Maria in every way. For a second checkout coupon app, it does not do the things that honey does like Maria just described. It also doesn't give you the points because you know how... Honey will collect points and you can turn those into gift cards. You get like 10,000 points and you can get like a $25 gift card to like Sephora or something. Mm -hmm. Um, so it doesn't do that, but it's it's one of those just website scanners for coupons. There's another Mm -hmm. one called coupon bird. That's really, really good for that. And honey also coupon bird and honey are both Google Chrome extensions that will scan your websites and or, the web, the, inter- the world wide web and put all the coupons it can find in for you to get it, you the best deal.
1: Yeah, because you deserve some nice things sometimes and not so have to pay honey. the
0: whole price. Yeah, I've had like when I was pregnant, um, I wanted these blonky shorts that are like a pregnancy support that were really good. Mm-hmm. But they were like 90 bucks each. And I was like, what do I look like? Moneybags Jones? And I put in just like the honey coupon thing, and I got it down to thirty bucks. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I got like an employee discount or something, but I was like, bye 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 bye.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I actually, um, I put all my candles into honey. Like, I usually get a huge pack of like taper candles, tea Mm -hmm. lights, and I always get them when they're at their lowest price or like. Also, Amazon has this like warehouse thing where you can get warehouse <laughs> deals. Like they're slight. They're, they say that they're used especially for candles, but they're not. Okay. Like, <laughs> and I've gotten like 200 pack of tea light candles for like
0: $5. Wow. That are usually it, 20. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Um. the The one tip I wanted to make sure we covered was mm. the dollar store. Mm-hmm. I know that I've said this a million times on my social media and especially for prayer candles, like, you know, the seven day candles, are they going to burn perfectly for seven days? Depends on the, wa- the candle you get. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. Some, cause they, they don't fill them consistently. Mm-hmm. So it is a dollar store candle or a dollar 50 store. <laughs> um, and every time I share them on social media, I always share like a rainbow of those candles and people are always so mad they're like my dollar store doesn't have that dollar store the dollar tree has a website Mm -hmm. that i even checked before we recorded to make sure that they still were doing this you just type prayer candle into the dollar tree website and Mm -hmm. you can get the entire rainbow of prayer candles for a dollar 50 each and they will ship to you (laughs) so like That's a good deal. Are they going to be the same quality as you might get from, like, Indio? No, they're not. Mm -hmm. Are they going to work just as well for spell work uh, for somebody on a budget? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, I love them. Actually,
1: um if you want to like just like a little step above um dollar general actually has better candles than yeah that was gonna be my next
0: yeah that was gonna be the next thing i said i think they're three dollars at dollar general instead of a dollar 50 but they're the paraffin wax like Mm -hmm. the the good paraffin wax instead of whatever the fuck the ones are at the dollar (laughs) i'll be honest (laughs) i got no idea with that especially the colored ones that could be made of anything i have no idea um some of them smell very bad i'm looking at you blue prayer candle um so that is also something to bear in mind but again if we're on a budget and we're trying to be a budget we make our budget work for us Mm -hmm. and so maybe that means that prayer candle is next to an open window Uh, Mm -hmm. i've done it (laughs) um but also general does it and they have them online too and they have herbs at the dollar general too like kitchen tree has herbs too And big ones. like You can get big containers of them for Mm
1: $1.50. It's amazing.
0: It really is. And some Dollar Generals have a garden department. Big air quotes on that one. Um, (laughs) They have some plants. They also have seeds for plants, including Mm -hmm. herbs. So if you want to be a a garden girly, uh, maybe you go to Dollar General. You pay the 50 cents for a pack of herbs and you grow them yourself yeah that's an option as well (laughs) yeah do you have Uh, anything else you want to share i don't think so i think the biggest thing that i just want to emphasize before we get off here today is that the fact of the matter is is that we are all suffering in the recession to some degree right Mm -hmm. this is a reality our ancestors using that term very loosely for what i'm about to say but the people who came before us the people who practice any form of spiritualism whether it's witchcraft whether it's just being spiritual whether it was superstitions etc they worked with what they had they Mm -hmm. the idea of bodegas uh, metaphysical shops etc or not bodegas (laughs) well bodegas too (laughs) but botanicals is what i meant to say yeah the 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 idea of these are a relatively modern concept Mm -hmm. and witchcraft spirituality uh, occultism Mm -hmm. superstition all these things way predate uh being able to pop over to the metaphysical shop or go to amazon so utilize what you have get out in the yard Find what's growing local to you. Get into your thrift stop shops. Go on Facebook Marketplace and freebie places. Mm-hmm. It does not need to cost you an arm and a leg to be a practicing witch or spiritual person. It just doesn't.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And <laughs> as you said, like, w- witches back then, they didn't, like, have they didn't even have like libraries to go visit for books and stuff uh, like that think about it
0: 200 years ago were people reading if they were low no, income? a lot of them were
1: a lot of them especially weren't. women you know yeah so i definitely agree and i think it's i think it's that whole thing about like romanticizing your practice in what you already have
0: 100 um, percent
1: Yeah, because it's really easy to look at like other witches and stuff on Instagram and or like on any social media and be like, well, I want my practice to be like that. I want all those things. But... One, we we're not on the same path that that, we're, that they are on. Like mm-hmm. we don't have, the, we don't know what how they even got these things. Did it take mm-hmm. them years to get these things? A thousand no. percent.
0: And I mean, so- if you even just take Maria and my social media, so re- remove the practice that mm-hmm. the length of time the practice is actually even happening. Mm-hmm. Just since we've been on social media, it's been almost six years. Yeah. So like if we let's say we we started the day we started our social media which is not the case but let's pretend for a minute that's 6 years of accumulating things and stuff like that <laughs> then you take into context the fact that both of us had thriving practices before we got on social media so That's right. Take these things into consideration before comparing yourself to others.
1: 100%. Do what works for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're an amazing witch. Yes, Amazing. you're doing so good, and we're very proud of you. <laughs> so
1: proud of you, sweetie. <laughs> so, Robin, what is stirring your cauldron this week? Thank you so much for asking. Oh, you're so welcome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Barbie movie, bitch. <laughs> a thousand percent we got a couple trailers we got the teaser images the cast all that i am literally buzzing with excitement for this movie it looks like it's gonna be incredible it looks fun it looks camp you know we love a good camp around here i am so excited um my husband's excited he asked me if we wanted to get a babysitter so we could go see the Barbie movie and I was like a million percent yes um, so I'm really excited about it it looks so good it looks like it might be the greatest movie of like five years Mm-hmm. yeah
1: I'm very excited about it.
0: I'm really excited about it. It's going to be so good.
1: (laughs) I am also going to get a babysitter. Just kidding. My little one is old enough to watch themselves now.
0: (laughs) We'll get a babysitter Um, just
1: for that night so we can go see the Barbie movie. I'm so
0: excited. It it looks like it's going to be so good and fun and light. And I'm just... Jazzed. I'm really jazzed about it. I
1: think I watched the trailer like 20 times.
0: No, same, literally, same. I think it's so funny that Michael Sarah's in it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's hilarious. Michael Sarah making cameos as like almost like mocking himself is probably one of my favorite things like (laughs) ever. I know a movie's gonna be good if Michael Sarah shows up for five minutes. In only five minutes. (laughs) Only five minutes. Nothing more. (laughs) I just I think it's gonna be really good and I'm excited about it. And it's one of those movies that looks like even if it's not very good, it's still Mm -hmm. gonna be good because it was just so cheesy. I don't know. I'm excited. I am too. So, Maria, what's not stirring your cauldron this week? <laughs> so, I'm going to tell you.
1: <laughs> so, come Friday when this re- is released, I'm going to be a whole other year, year older. And this bitch old as fuck (laughs) I am (laughs) but what is not stirring my cauldron is just how fast time goes like I cannot believe I'm gonna be 35 this year like don't get me wrong I love my 30s like and just life is just so much better this like Uh personal decade of mine but as I said, I just, I feel like the years just fly by, and there's so much I want to do, read, and, like, explore, and places I want to visit that I haven't yet. Like, many of those things are witch re- witchcraft-related, of course. Like, I still right. haven't been to Salem. I still want to go to Salem. Um, <laughs> but... You know, birthdays tend to make me think about how, you know, tomorrow isn't promised to us, which really sucks. But at the same time, I think it's kind of like the death card, you know, it reinforces how much um, slowing down is important and like and Uh how doing for myself, doing things for myself when time permits is necessary. And how much like I should go out and do the stuff that I really you know, want to do rather than just sitting on it and being all like, "Well, maybe next month, maybe next year," mm-hmm. but yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. Sorry, Debbie Downer. <laughs> Debbie Downer. I mean, it's fine. It's you're not stirring your cauldron. <laughs> If you've just joined us this week, every week we talk about creators that we are loving right now. This could be anything from shops, artists, books, other creators, just whatever, whatever we're vibing with. <laughs> and this season we started to incorporate listeners submitted creators. So if you are somebody who wants to submit a creator to this, uh, send us, shoot us a message on social media or email us at submissions at And we don't promise that we will share your creations, your creators that you found, but we're going to do our best to share as many as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. So that being said, Maria, who are you digging this week? So
1: I recently um, got sent a deck. Um, I'm not sure if it's the one I bought or if US Games just sent it to me because I didn't realize US Games was doing it, so I pre-ordered it, but... (laughs) If I have two came come, you know, another one come in, I have one for when the other one breaks down. So, <laughs> That's <a> win, anyways. <laughs> But it is the W-I-T-C-H, or Witch Deck, and it's an Oracle deck. And it is so pretty and so beautiful, (laughs) and I love it very, very, very much. Um, If you know my style, I am very... I like things to look vintage. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I like the vintage illustrations and stuff like that. And this deck really delivers it. It makes it look super witchy and beautiful. Um, It's just an absolutely stunner of a deck and I cannot get over how big the guidebook is I haven't seen like a guidebook that big for a tarot deck like (laughs) this thing is like maybe three fingers big like it is humongous um
0: that sounded really dirty anyways your <laughs> words babe not mine <laughs> <laughs> but it has gilded
1: edges and everything and is mm, chef's because beautiful so I highly <laughs> recommend checking it out I don't I think the creator herself uh, is not selling it anymore but it does look like it's going to be mass produced by US Games. so keep an eye out for that so who, who you love in
0: i am gonna do my best to pronounce this uh so if i butcher it please don't hate me (laughs) um it is natura dotier ceramics Mm -hmm. uh i believe that they are from denmark i believe uh, but they are a ceramic artist, so who's shocked? Who's, who is taking bets? <laughs> I haven't done ceramics in a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, but they do that kind of transfer underglazing. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar at all with different ceramic styles. I went to college for pottery and sculpture, so I know a lot about it. But um, underglazing with these, like, stamps basically is a transfer of like an image Mm -hmm. to the pottery when it's still greenware Mm -hmm. and then it gets fired and the image is there and it's like it's not hand done it's a transfer so it's like really clear and cool (laughs) and they utilize that to make these really really cool mugs Um, Mm -hmm. they have moon phase ones that I'm just obsessed with very very cool Um, yeah I just I think it's a very cool use of these underglaze transfers uh, that are so witchy that I think mm-hmm. is neat. So yeah.
1: Yeah, I like the do no harm but take no shit mug. Very like, cool, yeah. It's very
0: cute. <laughs> it's <laughs> so cute. It. I want it thanks. <laughs> so who is our listener submitted creator this week? <clears throat> it is
1: oh my gosh, I'm probably gonna pronounce this like <laughs> I'm, I'm completely wrong.
0: Soma? Somia? So Again, yeah. guys, these are always in the <laughs> caption of the episode. So even if we pronounced it wrong and you're like, what are they saying? Check the caption. That's where it's at. <laughs> but
1: it's a tarot deck. And I've actually have like it's been on my want list for probably three years. As long as it's been out as even before it was out. It's mm-hmm. been on my want list. But it's a photography deck. And it's just like very... It feels very haunting because a lot of the figures are hooded. I think all the figures are hooded in it. Oh. And I don't know, it's just got this really cool photography creepy vibe going. And yeah, it's a stunner, and I highly recommend checking it out. And so did our user. So yeah, go look at it. It's yeah, beautiful. thanks, guys. <laughs>
0: Thank you all so much for joining us today. We hope that we will see you again on Friday, April 14th for our Coffee Talk episode, or April 24th, 21st (laughs) for our 8th episode of Season 4 with a special guest Marshall of Witch of Southern Light. You can keep an eye out on our social media or head to our website coffeeandcouldrons.com to find out more information and see what we're up to. And don't forget to join us on Patreon April 25th for an astrology class hosted by Hannah Hawthorne for the library tearing app if you miss it it will be available reported within 24 hours on youtube for our patreon members to watch later
1: so additionally our patreon magical beginnings offers our special 25 minute part two episode a huge library of articles about witchcraft a discord community full of on events like a mixer is happening tonight the day that this is released mm-hmm. and then we're going to have a ritual meditation the class like there's so much going on the book club yeah oh uh, yeah and there's actually going to
0: be there's two <laughs> book club meetings this month we're finishing up we're currently Finishing up Wild Witchcraft, which will be the last meeting for that, is in a couple of days. It's like four days after this class, two Mm -hmm. days, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Or this episode. And then we are starting Weave the Liminal. So if you're somebody who's been on the fence about joining or reading Weave the Liminal and you want a book club, come join us. It's for the Discord Tears and Up. And Uh, if you have
1: an Audible account, Weave the Liminal is actually free for Audible
0: listeners right
1: now. So Mm.
0: I don't know. Come hang out with us. Be in a book club do some monthly rituals and meditations it's very fun <laughs> <laughs> and we even have a tier that offers one-on-one conversations with robin and myself yeah so please if you're loving our sexy sensual just uh, shoves kiss voices take a moment to review us on whatever streaming service that you are tuning in from such as apple Podcasts or spotify we love reading your reviews and rating us with five stars helps us to be seen by others thank you everybody who already has and everybody who will in the future
1: So again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons.
0: With Robin from at a tired witch on Instagram.
1: And I'm Maria from at Maria the Arcane on Instagram. You ready? Yeah.
0: One, one, two, two, three. Bye. Bye, Witches.